The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com. Empire. One eagle already landed on health over football. So being able to invest that right now, uh, while I am getting paid and I'm not seeing just decreases coming out of, of my bank account, each and every investment that I want to make, um, I, I, I am still being able to, to focus on both. That's Philadelphia Eagle Jalen Mills, who is part of a growing trend of players using a tech-forward investment strategy. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. Jalen Mills had already beaten the odds, overcoming injuries in college and being a seventh round pick to becoming a fixture of the Eagles defense. As camp gets set to begin around the league, there are a lot of considerations for all of the players, including the ones who haven't gotten their major payday yet. Mills was already ahead of that curve, though, and hopes to stay that way. It is July, and at this time of year, typically, we'd be talking about a training camp starting and a new NFL season about to happen. And while at the time of this taping, we believe that is still going to happen, there is a lot of uncertainty, obviously, with COVID-19 happening. So diversification, it is something that's important for everybody to keep their mind off of the bad news cycles and, of course, keep their options open. Jalen Mills is a safety with the Philadelphia Eagles, and he's been diversified here in recent years. Jalen, it's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Um, I'll ask you about the football season and what you think about it in a bit, but I do want to start about what you're doing outside of the game. You have gotten into VC and investment um, on in a number of different tech realms, um, what has what are your interests in, and how did you get started in that? Uh, I got blessed with um, a, a really really good financial advisor, um, a guy who um, not only was thinking about um, helping me save my money and, 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 and giving me a, a certain amount of stipend every month, but actually from day one of, of my rookie year. Um, thinking about life after football. And one of the things that he did was in my first rookie offseason, he took me straight to um, Silicon Valley. And I got to meet with a lot of different types of tech companies. And the biggest thing as far as my interest was um, it was the, the digital health space. You know, that, that was the biggest thing for me because think about then from my rookie year to now, we're talking about a pandemic. And I think it, it kind of – just is crazy when hand in hand is the digital health space is, is it's off the charts right now because of everything that's going on. So I think that's that's always been the focus, but I think even now it's, it's even more of a focus. In what realm, like the wearable technology or the ability to meet with your doctor digitally? What realm are you investing in? Yeah, yep. Where you've been able to meet with your with your doctor um, 
digitally, whether it's um, over over an app, whether it's um, through through they got the Zoom calls now, whatever it may be, being able to meet with them digitally because you know sometimes people people can't leave their homes. You you got you got um, elderly people or people who are who are really really sick and they they can't they don't have the energy. Um, to be able to get up, get out of the bed, get get ready for a doctor's appointment, get in their car, take the drive, wait in the waiting room, and then you know. So yes, yeah, uh, virtually. And now, I mean, it's a necessity for a lot of people. So I mean, as you kind of said, I don't think you knew what you were exactly getting into at the moment. But with a pandemic, boy, everything has changed in that space. Oh yes, no doubt, no doubt for sure, for sure. Um, so does your family have any background in, in health? How did you get interested in health technology? Yeah. So my grandmother actually growing up, I think it was maybe my eighth or ninth grade year. Um, she had to get a, uh, a lung transplant. She had bronchitis. Um, so growing up from a young age, I always seen her, um, like I'm saying, she had to, build up the energy to where sometimes she would have to cancel her doctor's appointments on certain days because she didn't have the energy to get up out of the bed or, or you, I would go in her bathroom and she had three or four different tablets of where it was Monday through Friday on, on the date. And she had to take a, a numerous amount of pills um, just so she could make sure that she was healthy before her lung transplant. So I think um, once I went to Silicon Valley and, and we, we, looked at each and all these different companies and, and the different spaces they were in, the, the digital health space, it made it made way more sense to me because it was something that I could actually, you know, I've, I've been a part of it. It's, it's part of my family and I've seen it growing up. Um, when you started going to Silicon Valley, did you know what you were looking for to invest in or, or was it just kind of like a visit for these are possibilities that are out there? Yeah, I was open for anything. I was open for anything, but the biggest thing that I wanted to do is I had my mind set up. Uh, if I was going to invest or once I left, I wanted to feel comfortable with something that I knew about, that I that I was familiar with, um, a real-life experience. I didn't just want to say, oh, this company, they're, they're blowing up and they're going to blow up in the next two years, five years, ten years. I'm going to invest in them and just make a lot, a lot of money. No, I wanted to actually be a part of something and invest in something that's going to help, help people change their lives in, in a better way. So in the digital health space, um, are you actively involved with them or are you just an investor for them? Yeah, I am actually actively involved. We um, have an LP and I did co-invest with um, this, this company called Lunchpad Digital. Um, they have a co-founder, his name is Fred Tony. He's a great, great guy. And um, they're, they're, they're a, digital comp- a digital health space company. And what they do is they bring in Digital, other digital um, health state companies who may be at a lower seed, right? Um, and they just may need, uh, whether it's a bigger space, um, help, help them get a bigger team, or even guide them in the right way to help them build their company up to where, you know, the, the big thing is a lot of companies nowadays, they want to hit the IP. They want to be the next Google. They want to be the next Amazon. They want to, you know, so I think the biggest thing with them is, is bringing in these smaller companies uh, and showing them, okay, you guys are doing a great job here, but you can improve in this and this and this area and being in their space 
Launchpad Digital being in their space, showing them, and it's kind of like almost like they're schooling them, right? They're they're they're, they're not overlooking at them every each and every day. Um, they have uh, a monthly meeting to where they are seeing whether the company is increasing, whether they're decreasing, or whether they're staying the same. Um, so yeah, it's it's, it's kind of more of that space. Um, you know, we've talked to a number of athletes, um, you know, in and around the the country who are following kind of in your footsteps here that are that are looking at tech investment as a way to invest their money, which is clearly a very different path than athletes have done um, in the past. Um, why is it attractive to athletes right now? I think the biggest thing right now is thinking for one, um, like I said, life after football. Um, for two. Us as athletes, we know, um, well, specifically being in the NFL growing up, NFL stands for not for long, right? So uh, right now, while I am getting um, – I am getting – because once I retire, the football tech stop coming, right? Um, so as of right now, while I, while I am not only focusing on, on football and focusing on life after football, uh, I am still getting paid right now uh, a, a good bit of money. So being able to invest that right now uh, while I am getting paid and I'm not seeing just decreases coming out of, of my bank account each and every investment that I want to make, um, I, I, I am still being able to to focus on both. Um, have you looked at any companies? There's a lot of technology in athletics and sports and in football, a lot in safety precautions and I would think health protocols as well. Have you looked at anything that is directly correlated back to football? Um, not too much. Um, like I said, the biggest focus has just been uh, the digital health space. Um, not too much. Uh, I, w- I was supposed to take a trip uh, back to Silicon Valley this this summer, uh, this off season, but of course the pandemic happened. Um, we were trying to kind of focus on that, and we we're going to uh, interview a couple of companies and let them pitch themselves to us, but I mean, it didn't happen. So I'm pretty sure it'll probably be something that I will be getting into just because it is my profession, maybe next offseason. Uh, we've talked to Marcus Colston who had a great career with the Saints. He's in the VC world now. There's a number of others that have gone in that direction. Kevin Durant has been prominently investing in a lot mm-hmm. of different things out in, in different spaces. Um, and, and you've mentioned a number of times that you even in the middle of your career and, and you're in the prime of it right now that, that you are still thinking about what happens next um, is, is venture capitalism. Is that, is that seemingly the direction you're trying to go or is this a situation where you're just trying to see if it's a fit for you? Oh no, no doubt. You see guys, like you just said, Kevin Durant and not even only him, and a lot of those guys from Golden State, that's kind of actually what turned me on to it. You see a lot of those guys, you see Draymond Green, you see, Steph Curry, you see uh, Andre Iguodala, a lot of those guys out there, um, especially for the Warriors, uh, they they got so many great investments. You got LeBron, you got Shaquille O'Neal's great investor. It's, it's just so many guys, and I'm and, and it kind of will kind of hit the switch for me. Um, like I said, my rookie year at a young age, I'm like these guys, kind of like you just said, were right, at the prime of their careers, and they're they're investing in these companies and they're doing it for a reason. They they have somebody who's who's showing them and, and teaching them and, and they're learning and you see these companies that they're investing in investing in are actually out here helping people, you know, um and not only helping themselves of course because the investments they, they pay out, but they're they're actually helping people. So I think that was one of the biggest things too was seeing uh athletes at top tier who 
I look up to little kids and anybody else looks up to that, that they're investing into these companies right now at the time of their career. All right, before we let you go, I got to ask you about the upcoming football season, which I, I know we all hope is going to happen. Um, and at the time that we're taping this, uh, the idea is training camp will open in some form and you guys yep. will potentially be playing games. I don't know whether you'll play the preseason games or not, but you'll be playing games um, by September. Um, as you sit here right now, what's important to you to hear from the NFL, the Eagles and everybody to make you feel like this can be done as safely as possible? Not only um, are the players going to be safe because uh, as of now, the NFL, they're, they're going to get their, their – we're going to learn from baseball. We're going to learn from basketball because they're starting in, in front of us. So we, we know that the players are going to eventually, um, once training camp starts, we're going to be safe. So not only knowing that we're going to be safe, because that's kind of a thing that we, we should know, um, but knowing that the fans are going to be safe if there are fans in the, in the stadium, knowing that they don't have to worry about anything, everything's going to be sanitized, um, they're going to have all the right protocols for, for people to be able to come in and enjoy the things they like to do. And that's, that's watch football. You know, America is, is run off, it's off football. So knowing that the fans are going to be safe in the stands, I think that's the biggest thing for me. I mean, for you though, too, I mean, social ball, that's impossible. I mean, that's, Oh yeah. That's like, yeah, no doubt. That that's can't it. happen. It, it can't happen. There's no way that it can happen. It's, it's literally impossible. Like you just said. So how are you guys viewing your personal health as you think about getting on the field? Consistently um, sticking to the protocols that they give out now, uh, keep my hands clean, whether it's, it's a teammate or anything. You know, if anybody does uh, look sickly or, or may have a fever or anything like that, you know, making sure you're not – like football is a tough sport, right? You, we get nicks and nicks and, and dings here and there, right? And you're, you're told to shrug it off and shove it off, but – this is something totally different. You, it's not something, if you feel sick, like back then, uh, if, you, if you feel sick, you feel cold, take some cold medicine, you know, uh, you'll, you'll be good in 12 hours. You no, know, if you feel sick, like, you have to let people know. Like, it's, this is something very, very serious. Um, it's, I heard, um, it's, it's killing people, so that's how, how serious you know it is. So it's, it's something that us as football players, we can't try to tough if you feel any type of sickness out, you have to let let the, the trainers and the doctors know and go through the protocol, whatever it may be. But for you personally, you don't have any apprehension. You want to play as long as everything is oh, safe. Oh yeah, yeah. I want I want to play. Long, like you said, though, that that has to be the key. Though everything has to be safe for sure. Okay, week one is Eagles and Redskins, and full disclosure, believe it. I'm a big Redskins fan, season ticket holder. <laughs> and listen, this is a pandemic. We have a new coach with a new offense and a very young quarterback. So I'm asking you very nicely here in week one to take it easy on Dwayne Haskins because we have a lot of hope down here. Hey, man, as long as we start the season off, first the Redskins 1-0, I'm fine. No okay. hard feelings, though. No hard feelings. As long all right. as we start off 1-0, I'm fine. Can, just, just don't win by much, all right? Make us feel good about ourselves, all right? Give us a little bit of hope here down in Washington. We could use it. Jalen Mills is starting safety with the Philadelphia Eagles. We're very much looking forward to seeing you guys play this, this fall, and hopefully that will occur. And good luck with all your investments in the tech world. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much.
on the next Future Sport Podcast. We check in with the Eagles' arch rival. How about them Cowboys gamers? This generation's chosen activity for, for relaxation and just kicking back is is video game. You know, we're, we're blessed to be able to work alongside the, the Dallas Cowboys, it's our sister company. We're, we're, we're very well integrated. It's taken a couple of years of hard work on both sides. So, for example, we go to the, their, their training camp, set up a gaming trailer because the players have practice in the morning. That's Jason Lake, founder of Complexity Gaming, where leveraging the Cowboys brand is helping grow the exposure of esports. That'll do it for this show. As always, the future is now. This is the Future Sport Podcast. I'm Bram Weinstein. The Future Sport Podcast is brought to you by 3Advance, developers of sports tech apps that are AI-powered and UX-focused. So if you're looking to create some apps for your startup or your sports biz calls for some artificial or business intelligence, you should check out 3Advance. They're incredible. Go to 3Advance.com. That's the number 3Advance.com.